Hello everyone and welcome to the sixth episode of The Student Show, your Ulster University Students' Union podcast. I'm Sophie, your host, as you're probably well aware. Um, this episode is uh, definitely a bit different from the ones we've done before. I'm currently recording from the comfort of my bedroom in Palomina and my co-host is um, recording from Port Stewart. So uh, um, obviously because of um, lockdown and everything that's going on with the coronavirus, um, this is the safest way um, that we can still get you your content um, for the week. So excuse us if the quality isn't as good as it's been before, but we didn't want to disappoint anyone and not make the show. So with me today as my co-host is um, Andy. He is the president of the Students' Union. So why don't you introduce yourself, Andy, and tell us a little bit about your role? Yes, of course, Sophie. Um, I'm 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 delighted to be on the student show finally. Um, having having sort of like watched it from afar, <laughs> it seems to be going amazingly well. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm delighted to be on the show. Um, it's just weird. We're we're sort of in our own sort of like own little bubbles at the moment. I know. But um, so so a bit about me. Um. Uh, this is my third year as an officer. Uh, last year, I was I was lucky to be elected um, as president, um, and previously I, I had served as the vice president for Korean and vice president for campaigns and communications last year. What does being the president involve? Like, what are some of your main roles or duties? So it's a really it's it's a difficult role to describe. On on paper, um, the president is the lead spokesperson for the organisation um, and sets the sort of strategic direction of the union um, through our trustee board. Um, I, I, you know, it's it's a role where I rely a lot on my team um, of, of vice presidents mm-hmm. and the unsung heroes of UESU, which is our amazing staff. Um, but yeah. I guess my, my role really involves um i suppose n- not not only overseeing um the work that we're doing internally with the university and ensuring that the student voice is amplified in all of the different mm-hmm. um departments and all of the different various you know areas of student life but also that national picture as well um lobbying for change um with our national unions um so northern ireland uh, our, our our national students union is NUSUSI, but we'd also have links mm-hmm. with the UK national union NUS um, and the and the USI, which is the Union of Students in Ireland. So that's the sort of um, the role that that I would play. But yeah, very good. Um, obviously, as I've mentioned, we're recording this in quite uncertain times. Um, have you any updates um, from the Students' Union on anything to do with COVID-19, um, up to date of what's going on, or anything that you are hoping to come um, from in the next couple of weeks? So, as students may have seen, um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we did a bit of lobbying around on-campus accommodation, mm-hmm. um, and through discussions we had with the university, um, we were able to amplify the student voice and the university have now uh, agreed to um, releasing students from their contracts early so in accommodation, good. which was which was a a, a, tr- a a tremendous win for us, um and for students. Um, it's a lot more money back in their pockets. Yeah. Um, and that was that was fantastic. 
Since then, we've been doing a lot of lobbying work uh, for the purpose-built student accommodations near Belfast, Mm -hmm. but also the students who are living in private rented accommodation. Um, So we've we've made some progress in terms of of the private rented accommodation, and we're also having discussions with the Department for Communities for the students that are in the private rented sector. Yeah. So we've got four main asks, which we're trying to get into legislation at the moment through the discussions um, that, that, that we're having. So our four main asks of the department is for an immediate rent suspension um, during the entirety of the crisis that we're in at the moment mm-hmm. um, and for subsequent repayments um, to be backdated to cover March as well. We're also calling for an 18 month freeze on rent increases uh, to to ensure that there's there's no sort of um, unfair mm-hmm. increase uh, in rent for students. And we also are calling for an early termination of um, of 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 contracts because there's going to be many students right now uh, who, you know, have like moved back home um simply because they don't yeah. feel safe anymore um, living in such close proximity with others. Um, and I think that's right. I think we can get through this if we do stay at home. But there are still so many students paying for empty rooms. And I feel especially bad for students that have had to, you know, go back home. Um, like I've, I've, I've heard from a student who's who's went back to England. Um, but yet all of all of their stuff is still back know, in, their, so in their house in Belfast and they're going to have yeah they're going to have to come back and grab their stuff and go back and there's just mm-hmm. so many cases like that uh that that we definitely need to address so no we've done some really amazing work in the students union so far so um I'm sure that you can continue to keep doing that so that's that's just one thing that's just accommodation um but also there's going to be many students who have lost um jobs as, as a result of the lockdown um, and currently the legislation for universal credit means that students can't naturally apply for that so we're yeah. trying to relax the laws on that at the moment to ensure that students can get the financial support that's available to them but mm-hmm. we're also urging students to apply to the student support fund which by the way the university is doing everything it can to ensure that students get that um, that money that they need fast-tracked so those applications are being looked at every week. So I'd, I'd urge any student who is in really bad financial situation at the moment to please go onto the Ulster website and have a look at that. It's called the Student Support Fund. Um, mm-hmm. And we've posted up on our social media as well. So um, you can find it there as well. So that's that. That's accommodation and finance. In terms of education, um, there has been so many queries uh, coming up on the love page about graduation um, and just to be absolutely clear the the graduation will go ahead it's going to be postponed which you know if I was in final year right now like my heart goes out to those students who just yeah it, it's like the main event I'm going to be doing everything to ensure that students mm-hmm. get that amazing day that they have worked for and that they deserve no it all sounds um it's all sounds like good work um and um, it's great that you are um, able to be there for students at the moment. And I know that um, the whole Ulster community are really um, thankful for all the work that you are doing. Mm. Well, you know, it's what I've noticed is that across the board, 
students um i've never seen such a good sense of community students are coming together they're starting to um you know they're starting to mobilize they're starting to take action themselves there are issues at the moment um across some of the schools where students have started to write petitions and you know when we look at what was happening with um the early stages of what was happening in halls it was students on the ground that started that it wasn't us um who can take all the credit for that it's those mm-hmm. students that said no we need to do something about this um and that's been fantastic to see i think if there's if there's ever a time to test what an organization is made of and what a union is made of um and the sort of communities that we have within our campuses it's right now and it's been such an amazing time to be part of the student movement to see mm-hmm. that in action and people coming together even though we are apart. So the topic for the podcast today is thinking about um, life after graduation. I know at the moment it might be um, a bit difficult um, considering everything that's going on um, to consider anything in your future, but um, we're heading to the end of the year and I'm sure this is definitely not the final semester you expect it, but um, we're still, you know, heading towards the end of the year, working towards graduation. So whether you're about to finish your undergrad or you're finishing a postgrad or a PhD, you know, um, what comes next can be a really uncertain and quite a scary time. Um, I know that um, for me, while I was studying my undergrad in drama and English, I fully thought that I was going to be a teacher. Um, that's why I did the degree. I was like, this is what I want to be, what I want to do. And I did a couple of work experiences and realized that that is absolutely not what I want to do. So I um, was coming into the final year and I was like, what next? Like what I do? And I realized that um, I'd done some work experience, um, journalism work experience when I was like 17 in UTV. And I was like, why have I not thought about that? I really, really enjoyed that when I did it. So um you know that's sort of like what I thought you know I thought I was going to come out do a PGCE be a teacher but sometimes it's a bit life takes a bit of a different turn than what you think it's going to be what about you Andy what, what what did you think like what did you you said you did journalism for your undergrad as well yes yes I was um I was lured into the whole journalism um profession as well I suppose I I just have always had a sort of interest in literature you know like reading and writing mm-hmm. um so i i am um, when i left school i didn't go immediately into university i actually took three years um where i i t- took some time um i worked part-time in new look but i also uh i also was f- f- following what i hoped to be a career in professional golf I, I played golf like I know it's a really it's really random like I it's so cool play, though like I, I played cool golf like, like, <laughs> like it was like six or seven days a week and honestly wow. like I, I had a coach I I really had a I had the ambition of being like a teaching professional um I, and which was weird because like I, I only picked up a golf club really when I was 17 oh. and it just kind of was something that grew on me so much and I latched on to a lot and um I just you know I I, I tried to do that but yeah n- enough about golf um <laughs> I I kind of like 
when I realised that, that maybe wasn't what I wanted to do, I mm-hmm. started to think again, right, I'm going to go into uni. Um, and I was lucky to get into uh, journalism because it actually didn't do, actually didn't do that well in my A-levels because it was frigging golfing so much. <laughs> um, and from that, like, I think it's I think it was like when I got my first assignment back and I was like, actually, you know what, I can do this. I think, um, you know, I got, I started to do well. Um, I really started to like, uh, take a liking for it. But I think the experience of a lot of students is like, you don't necessarily leave doing what you started or like, yeah, you know, the, the, like what your degree was. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, like m- my sort of time in Ulster was, was made up largely of my involvement within uh, the the society which I started up um, in my first year. So uh, that for me kind of um, involvement within performing arts really shaped my time. And I suppose when I got to final year, that was kind of where I was angling. was mm-hmm. not so much journalism, but it was just like, well, how do I keep on, you know, making change in this area and and... You know, I loved that sort of drama production and music production and all that stuff that, yeah. that we were doing within the society. So obviously, there's there's no there's no right way or wrong way to do any like you know you're lucky if you go into a degree that comes out the end with a job. You know, um, like if you go in and you love accounting, like you're going to come out with an accounting degree and you're going to get an accounting job. But you know, there's a lot of degrees like mine and yours that aren't so straight there isn't really a straightforward path like I came out with a drama and English degree and was like what does this get me and there is there was plenty of jobs out there that I could use my degree for I know that a lot of companies like PwC and thing really um really really value English students but um I didn't want to just go into any job that I could get I, I knew I the kind of person I am I knew that I had to be doing something that I wanted and that I loved I thought um you know I went to do this master's after my undergrad because I was like I'll come out and I'll be able to have a job but with everything that's going on um I'm sort of like in that same I'm I'm sitting in that same situation again where I'm like I don't when I qualify in September if I qualify because all my exams have been cancelled I'm like where where am I going what am I doing next so it's um I guess it's just that it's 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 expectations of what you think you know what do you think that life after graduation is going to be you know everyone thinks that you know once you have you know you you study hard for your GCSE so you can do your A levels and you study hard for your A levels so you can get um into uni and then you study hard to get your degree to get a job but it's not necessarily once you get to that stage it's not necessarily as easy as you probably as a lot of people I, I know myself like as you think it's going to be mm-hmm. well you know I think it's just we are in unprecedented times and I think ourselves Sophie are perhaps maybe two of the luckier ones in that there's always going to be jobs for mm. journalists uh, and those within this sector but I think the picture across the board like I know that the employment figures in the, in the Republic of Ireland have increased from 4% to 17%. Mm. 
8% in less than a month. And, you know, north of the border, mm-hmm. um, the Department for Communities has revealed that 33,000 new applications for universal credit um, have been lodged in Northern Ireland yeah. in less than two weeks, representing over a 1,031% increase in what the department was expecting. So that to me shows that there are so many right now who won't who 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 will be in fine year who will have dreamed of jobs in say hospitality catering entertainment leisure and events all of those sectors that have been so so badly impacted Mm. by the lockdown and i suppose i really feel for those students who are sort of maybe they're 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 starting to think like well what am i going to do now um what opportunities are there for me um so it's it's just at this time it's those students that i'm thinking most of mm-hmm, um, definitely how, how, how they get through it um i know especially because um you know it's even just final year itself final year although it is it's it's the it's the big time it is stressful i'll not beat around the bush like i had never experienced stress like i had in my final year but it's also it's a really exciting time you know it's um, there's going to be so many people now like missing out on their like you know final their last lecture with their favorite lecture and their like classmates that they've been sitting beside since first year and everything and it's um and you know mm-hmm. maybe at the moment that probably seems that probably to the people probably seems like the biggest things you know it's as I said it's hard to think about you know going into a job and what you're going to do with your future when everything is so uncertain right now um but I think that um you know if you still have if you're um if you're in final year at the moment you know still keep powering on you know you still have your degree to get you haven't worked this hard for two two and a half years to just be like oh great this is coronavirus has ruined my degree because it hasn't you know all those memories you made and the friends you've made and the crack you've had in halls and the crack you've had in class is still there and you know um I've had a few we've been doing like zoom like classrooms and stuff and even just to, you know catch up and you know um our like course group chat still chats away so don't let um don't let you know fears about what the future holds or you know um what like or what fears about what coronavirus has done for your final year you know stop you from enjoying yourself like you know it may be not what you expected but it's still it's still your final year and I think you should still push yourself and give it your best go yeah absolutely like I think one thing that this has brought out in people is that resilience mm-hmm. um that you know people have started to respond to it people have stayed at home which is yeah. fantastic but it just was such a quick moving picture like we were we were sort of preparing ourselves for st patrick's day i know um and then i know bang, that must that was that that's it, mad in itself like my i felt it was done i felt so bad for people you know yeah you know even in people who's like final year in the holy lands like i know i lived for my sympathies day in the holy lands and or even people whose first year was like my brother you know he came home like you know he moved home like just before paddy's day and you know hasn't been up since and you know that's taken i feel like it's you know it's taken people's uni experience you know the big the big first st paddy's day as a student and it's sad but you know what there'll be other paddy's days so I think keep yourself, keeping your people keeping themselves safe um, rather than 
roaming the streets with a ball of Buckfast was probably a better idea. Yeah. And hats off to anyone that sacrificed their Paddy's Day um, to be at home because, you know, you are doing the better work, I say. Absolutely. I think just the fallout of that and how quickly it happened has taken so has taken us all off guard. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's just been kind of left reeling with, you know, formals cancelled, end of year shows cancelled. Yeah. Uh, assignments up in the air everyone having to move to the sort of this new weird surreal digital environment of learning mm-hmm. uh, and the problems that come with that and yeah it's just we're all trying to cope with it like even it's just so weird like getting up out of bed and just I, my my routine's like I get up out of bed I would have like a cup of tea or something um, and then I'm into my wee spare room like I don't have a desk yeah I, I, I take all my meetings from you know this this room I'm in now like I know I'm uh, currently recording from my dressing table in my bedroom <laughs> yeah you know so it's like it's been such a weird thing to adapt to so mm-hmm. you know all that campaign work that we're, that I was just talking about earlier that was all you know the, that was all done um, with students and our staff and our officers and our you know our teaching staff as well here who are working very hard to to support students when we're all sitting here in our pajamas with our you know cups of tea in our hands and it's just it's weird yeah. uh, I, I don't, I don't and think it definitely doesn't help it. you know it definitely as i said finally you're stressful and all of this weirdness like it's just weirdness like sometimes i catch myself and go on is this actually happening? Is this really going on? Like, I haven't left my house in a week, two weeks. Is this really happening? So I'm, I'm sure it's it's definitely... I know for myself, you know, uh, coming towards the end of my master's, and I'm sure for every final year student as well, it's a really odd and strange time. But um, I think before we can even... Obviously, um, if coronavirus hadn't kept us all locked in our houses at the moment, you know, um, before you can even think about, like, life after your graduation you need to think about like you know what gets you there because um mm-hmm. final year exams and essays and things are obviously a major yeah. major thing coming towards the um end of the year i was up to high dose and i'm sure um i'm sure if i was doing that now it, during this coronavirus thing i would literally be a bottle of stress constantly so fair play to anyone that is completing you know anyone in any year of uni whether you're first year final year you know completing your end of year exams and your um deadlines and things like fair play to you for keep pushing yeah. forward and keep going for it because like i said don't waste don't waste your three years um I know. over something that can't be controlled it's really really unfortunate yeah. it's just a weird that like it's a weird set of things like um um i don't actually know what all what's what's happening do you know anything more about what's happening with exams and things during all this corona time yeah um so the university have made um, an assurance that no student will be negatively affected at the point of assessment so what that means is that and i'll 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 I'll, I'll try and keep this really brief um what what they'll be doing for students who are currently missing out on you know major assessments um they they will be assessed solely on on coursework now. Um, their 
there will be a look at previous years to how other um, groups of students have, have performed within the same module. And based on the sort of academic performance of that, of, of the current year groups, academic mm-hmm. and performance up to date, um, it's going to be counterbalanced with how, you know, previous yeah. groups of students have performed in that assessment. And if there's and if there's a drop um, in in the in the in the percentage, the university will be uplifting those grades yeah. so, that, so that no students negatively affected. But that's good. Yeah, you know, it is something that 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 I'm concerned about. I think, like that's 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 great that that's happening. But also, you know, we're having to adjust to a completely new style of learning. Um, I know. And and maybe it doesn't go far enough because you've got final year students who really like that's that's where the that's where the real priority is is ensuring that they're getting the best outcome. Um, mm-hmm. of 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 their time at Ulster, uh, and that they're supported in doing that. Um, so we are working with the university uh, on on assessments at the moment, um, especially in terms of like extensions as well, and uh, tr- trying to make that process as easy as possible for students and looking to how other institutions um have done it as well. So really, yeah. our works. Our work's not even close to being done on this. Mm-hmm. We're still working on it, um, and we'll be letting our members know, like, if there's any sort of updates we have on that. So, Andrew, I know that um your time in the students' union is unfortunately coming to its end. Um, I know you've really enjoyed it and things, but what's what's next? Well, do you um, know what's next? Or yeah, I mean, I I don't know for sure yet because um, I'm still. I'm still trying to secure a job, um, as so many people will be mm-hmm. right now, um, but yeah. but really, I've I've sort of moved on a little bit from where I uh, I'd started, um, when I was, when I was um. At the end of final year, I was I was more f- 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 focused on the performing arts, and maybe maybe mm. pursuing um a job like that, and I haven't ruled that out, but I I guess I've really. I've loved so much the sort of representation side um, and the political nature of of the role in the students' union, and you know being that advocate and the voice for students and like it's been. I think what I'll miss is is the ability to sort of make change, um, and mm. you know create policy that will actually make an everyday difference for for students. Um, so yeah, I really want to get. Or to keep making change, and to keep actually giving back to the to the community. So, I really want a job um within politics. Um, so that's yeah. kind of where my focus is at the moment. Um, yeah. With w- there's so you know, there's so many you know it's it's so it's so strange like you're wanting to go, I mean I mean there is definitely a clear link between politics and journalism, um which I learned unfortunately because I had absolutely no prior knowledge of uh, politics before I started the degree and um, I would say I've a bit of a better understanding now but um, you know that's it's quite different from what you studied um, and I think that like you know degrees can also show that you know you can come out of your degree and be like I hated that I don't want to do that and that's totally fine too you know um, going out and having a look and a search for things is important you know 
looking at job descriptions is, is important like if you see things that you're like oh that's that's like me or you know that's interesting like don't just apply for things because it's got the highest money because as much as having a lot of money would be amazing and you can't deny like money's great but you have to enjoy what you're doing or you'll be absolutely miserable what's the point if you're hating what you're doing what's the point so definitely um if you're coming out of your degree now and you're heading into the job market you know take a minute to consider you know some jobs you may start low and be able to work up you know some jobs you'll go in with a great salary you know you'll be perfect for the role and sometimes you just have to try things out you know maybe say oh that's sort of sound something similar to what I did or that'd be interesting you could maybe go in work in it for a year or so and realize that's not what I want to do and you know you may find yourself back at university you may find yourself in another job it's totally fine to be to be not sure like everybody can take everything up like everyone can take it at their own pace yeah and I think like it can be a bit of a maze um trying to like pick three jobs um because you know there can be jobs that catch your eye um, because, you know, the price seems right. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Like if, if your heart's not in it, um, it, it's hard for you to actually um, to, to, you know, put the application in um, because, you know, it's just not, it's something that you're going to be really kind of, you know, like pulling teeth to actually f- fulfill that role. Yeah. I know that um, when Chris and I sat down to plan all these um, episodes, um, we talked about, you know, life after, after graduation. There's no way we thought this podcast would be going down this road. But I just want to say to any final year, any post-grad, anyone who's finishing off their degree, um, fair play to is doing it now because this is definitely 10 times out of stress. But you know what? Keep your head down. Enjoy it. You know, this, this is still your time at uni. Uh, maybe a bit different than what you thought um definitely probably different than what you thought but if you just keep your head up keep your chin up and um keep working hard and enjoy what you're doing because um it'll be worth it in the end and just think you may not be graduating um on the day you thought it was but there'll be a graduation ceremony for you somewhere down the line where you can take your boomerang with your uh cat flying in the air and you can get your best dress on pair of heels so don't just don't don't give up now definitely keep powering on and enjoy what you're doing and i would say as well like i've kind of talked to some of the main campaigning um the the campaign and priorities that we have in the students union but just to let everyone know that our activities team and some of our officers have been working hard to create um a, like a, a a schedule of events for for online social activities so please keep an eye on our social media just um, for updates on that so obviously as we're all stuck indoors and going a bit stir crazy you love is um at its peak once again um so we've picked out some of the the funny ones we've seen in the last couple of days to share with you um this one is um at you andy uh tip for joining students union don't jesus um well I think on I think on that one. Um, I just want to remind everyone that you're automatically a member of the students' union when you become a student <laughs> Ulster. Um, and probably the person who's written that is a boomer anyway, so um, they're probably like <laughs> their student days are over. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Next, new drinking game. Every time you get a VC email, 
down a pint. Um. <laughs> to be fair, I used to get so um, the emails have actually calmed down since we're not on campus anymore. But like those ones you got every day, and they would all be sent at the same time. Like I know they were useful, but no harm. My phone was was not was not not agreeing with it. Yeah, I would just say I would I would advise against um, eight a.m. Um, pints, but um, there's no concept of time in this lockdown anyway. Eight a.m. is the new five p.m. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. But yeah, that's um, you know, if there's ever is a if there ever yeah. if there ever is a drinking game, that's that's a pretty good way to do it. That'll definitely yeah, get you definitely. drunk quickly anyway. Um, this one's actually really relevant to everything we've been chatting about. Um, should I settle for a graduate job? I don't want or do a master's. Um, I think that why like that there's really no other option there. Don't do a job that you don't want. Like you will be miserable. And even if it's maybe an extra year studying, or you know you come out of the masters and you don't know where you're going, you know at least you'll have tried something that you actually want to do or you want to enjoy and you'll be definitely better for it in the long run i would definitely avoid going into any job that you don't like because what is yeah the i mean i suppose it'll, it'll be different for for everyone um for people who maybe have exhausted their undergraduate degree and maybe they there's a certain part of the degree that they want to concentrate more on um or perhaps they just want to take a different direction um and take a bit of a mm-hmm. a turn um I suppose for them the masters might be a good option but um i, I just say mm-hmm. for people to have a think um is it is it totally necessary um to go that way oh yeah don't do yeah don't do i wouldn't put yourself through the stress of a masters if you don't need to do it because it is stressful and i need my masters to do what i need to do but then i also would say if you think that it's going to benefit you and you're going to have to, if you're going to come out of your undergrad and go into a job that you don't like then you know i would definitely consider doing some like further study to you know end up in something that you actually want to do yeah absolutely um this one i feel like is a personal attack um is balamina in scotland i don't know what people's issue with my accent is but people have a real strong problem um with not just my accent, but Balmain accents in general. To be fair, I don't even have a strong Balmain accent, but I get absolutely torn apart for saying words like nation, relationship, and graduation. So things that we've spoken about in this podcast, because I don't say nation, relationship, and graduation or something. I don't know. I supposedly say all those words wrong and I get torn apart for it. So no Balmain is not in Scotland. It, um, is a glorious, glorious, glorious city of the seven stars. Thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only allowed to slap about it. Um, speaking of Balamina, um, I actually, one of my friends um, from my study abroad year came over to visit me. He's, he's from Barcelona. Um, mm-hmm. And he came over and for some reason, I thought the best place to bring him would be... Um, the North Coast. Well, no, not for some reason. Obviously, it's the North Coast. It's fantastic. But yeah. um, for for some reason, on the way up, I was like, oh, I'll take a wee pit stop in Balamina. And he was just like, oh, Andrew, like, why are, why are the houses so grey? He was like, everything's so grey. And I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yes. 
That is so funny. To be fair, I'm looking out my window and it's looking pretty grey. So beautiful place. I think that's just the permanent. It's just the permanent colour of Balamina. To be fair. So yes, and the next one is uh, anyone else absolutely gutted about the thought of potentially not having a graduation ceremony. Feels like all our years of uni have led up to it, and it for it to be cancelled would be heartbreaking. Um, can anyone give any more information on this? Yeah, that's just, that's the post that's been coming up again and again. Um, and just to reiterate. Were you not called, were you called, you were called out? Yeah, they asked me, I was like, <laughs> <Help>. perhaps <laughs> Andrew McNown. Um, You know, thanks, thanks very much for. And now, and now you and, can help. Yeah, like, you know, the, the message is clear. Graduation's going ahead. It's going to happen. We're just going to work out when it's going to be. Um, and we hope it's going to be sooner rather than later. Um, so, yeah. That's probably enough chatting from us. Um, we hope that, um, you know, despite everything that you um, take your time to consider what you want to do after your graduation. Um, you know, don't rush into anything. There's no time limit on jobs. You know, most of you graduating from an undergrad will be 21. Like, you're still only 21 and you've plenty of time ahead of you to be worrying about jobs and things so if you know what you want to do that is great get stuck into it get your um while you're sitting at home in lockdown get your job applications in you know there may be opportunities for interviews things like that but if you um don't know what you want to do totally fine i'm i was in the same boat i'm head probably going to be heading into the same boat after this master's so like just don't worry about things um enjoy it while you can because it is your final year that is all from our first season of the student show um i've really enjoyed doing it i hope that you've enjoyed listening to it it's been a great way for me to get to know ulster in my first year here i want to say a big thank you to andy for um skyping in from port Stewart to be on the podcast today it's pro- oh, no probably problem. not what you thought when you knew you were going to be on the show but sure the show must go on as they say the show must go on, absolutely. It's been it's been so good to be on the show. Um and yeah, thanks very much for speaking to me today, Sophie. So uh, I'm Sophie McLaughlin. I'm Andrew McAnallen. Thank you for listening. <laughs>